You are tuning in to another episode of the Power to Be Show. I am your producer and co-host behind the scenes, Alexis Hunter, and I'm here with your host, Dr. Terrell Bird. We have the pleasure of presenting today's guest, Naya Lene. Being in love with the beauty industry her whole life, Naya Lene Fuse uses her talents to uplift women around the world today. She is a licensed esthetician, professional makeup artist, and the owner of Nybella Beauty Bar, a mobile makeup service company, bringing luxury beauty services directly to you. The beauty entrepreneur believes that true beauty comes from deep within. It's called purpose. She passionately uses her professional background and social media platforms to encourage women and give them the confidence needed to step boldly into their God-given purpose. You can connect personally with Naya on Instagram at IamNayaLene or her YouTube channel, Beauty. Find out more about her business on Instagram at NyBellaBeautyBar. I just love the way that she infuses biblical principles with everyday life that she shares on her platform. I count it a privilege and honor that she has agreed to come to share her journey with us. Before I turn it over to our host, let me encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, and Instagram as Power To Be Show. Now, here is our host, Dr. Bird. Welcome to another episode of the Power To Be Show. Be creative, be connected, and be courageous. Worship does not stop on Sunday. Thank you, Alexis. I am Dr. Terrell Bird. I'm the host of the Power to Be show. I am delighted to have uh, Naya <laughs> here with us uh, to be a part of our Power to Be show. I'm really excited because I think what you will discover is that her life's journey is one that is not only significant because of the creativity, but it's significant because of the passion that she brings with what she does. So I want to say welcome to the Power, Be, Power to Be show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you. It's, it's just good to have you. Tell me a little bit about uh, what we can title your job as or your entrepreneurial work as. Absolutely. So I am a beauty entrepreneur. I have been a makeup artist and a licensed esthetician for about eight years now. So okay, and I and I and I'm just now learning what an esthetician is, (laughs) and so it's actually something working with the 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 skin Skin, and face. Okay, face skin care. Um, it all ties into beauty. So that's awesome. That's great. That's great. Well, uh, and you know, I've been going back with. Uh, Maya, Lanaya, <laughs> Naya. I've been going back and forth with your name, Naya. But let me ask you this. Your journey began, of course, uh, you're from, you're a, you're a West Palm Beach girl. So yes, I 
Uh, so, so you're a homie in that case, but you're actually working out of Atlanta right now. So why don't you begin with, where did you start? And particularly, what is the spark that moved you in the direction that you're going in now? Absolutely. So, of course, I am a Palm Beach girl. I'm born and raised here. And um, I started my journey. I end up, the reason why I was in Atlanta was because I did graduate from Clark Atlanta University. Clark, yeah. Yeah. HBCU, fashion, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> fashion merchandising was okay. my major. Okay. Um, when I came back to Palm Beach, I knew that I wanted to be in an environment that stewarded what I loved all my life, which mm -hmm. was beauty, fashion. Mm -hmm. um, so I ended up working for Sephora um, in the Wellington Mall. Okay. And after I did that, I realized, you know, at first I went in it because I, I just love beauty and I love makeup. So mm -hmm. I was like, this is going to be really fun. But in a short amount of time, I began to realize that there was something a little bit deeper there for me. Mm. And it was to encourage women. Okay. Um, I did it through makeup because that was just like my entryway. Okay. Um, it's kind of what we began to start the conversation about like, hey, I love your lipstick. I love your eyelashes. And mm -hmm. we would just start the conversation. But then I would realize that there was a deeper conversation a little, to be had. A, a much more deeper dive yeah. into life and, and purpose and mm -hmm. so forth. So, so. Uh, your your parents are they what they inspiration to you because oh, there has to be this kind of appreciation for beauty and it comes mm -hmm. from somewhere okay yes um so ironically um I am the only girl of five boys wow. so <laughs> okay. oh, wow so in our household no there wasn't like that type of inspiration but, but you but, were the queen right yeah <laughs> me and mom <laughs> but um I always remember a saying that my father had growing up and he always told me, he said, remember Naya, you're not just here to be here. You're mm. here for purpose. Mm. He said, don't forget that God has a plan for you. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I would always just, you know, as a teenager, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. Okay. Dad, okay. Dad. <laughs> yeah. But it really began to trigger for me. Um, after college, okay. when I did start at Sephora and then going on, I knew that I wanted to be an esthetician mm -hmm. after that. So okay. once that began to happen, I began to realize that purpose began to tie into that mm -hmm. because I, in turn, as an esthetician, you usually have about an hour time with mm -hmm. women okay. and it's an intimate setting. Okay. So for me, what began to happen was they just began to like open up to me and I'm like, I'm not a therapist now. Okay. But um, when they began to open up to me is when I began to talk to them about their purpose. Wow. Wow. And that's when it's. So, so mm -hmm. your, your focus has been on skincare esthetician and, and so, but then there is something behind the skincare people begin to share about some of their own human needs and concerns. So, yeah. and you're able to pick, pick up on that as you're oh, yeah. working on, on that. Yeah. So, so tell me this idea of fashion design and skincare um, who inspired you? Mm, growing <laughs> up, I had so many inspirations for that. Um, I remember growing up, I used to watch the show Top Model. Mm. Top Model, of course, had Tyra Banks on it. Mm -hmm. And when I would see her on television, I was just like blown away. 
And it wasn't just because she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I later on discovered I loved Tyra because she was a dynamic woman. Mm-hmm. And when I saw women who took on that type of character on television, I believe that that began to empower me. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that I take that everywhere I go okay. with any service that I do. That's I awesome. just saw them being more than just maybe more than just stay at home. Mm-hmm. You know, they were conducting business. Sure. They were helping women. So I saw that as an inspiration. Sure, for sure. sure. So aside from the education that you got in Atlanta, yes. what is it about Atlanta uh, that can kind of help you with this business entrepreneurial experience that you have? Absolutely. Um, when I first went to the city of Atlanta, I remember just falling in love like with the skyline. Mm-hmm. But also I saw people, men and women, dressed in suits and of all different uh, careers, and they looked like me. Mm-hmm. And that inspired me a yeah, lot. Yeah. I think it's a great opportunity there for us. Yeah. And um, I just love the progression of the yeah, city. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard people talk about Atlanta as a place where... People of color find uh, such amount of acceptance and opportunities to be able to flourish. And I think that's a a wonderful thing. So um, one of my uh, major themes is to kind of delve into not only the why of why you do what you do, but how faith informs what you do. And that is... Where do you see God in the midst of the work you do? <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. So for me, after working for so many other companies, salons for many years, mm-hmm. I began to, I remember it like it was literally yesterday. I was in the car on lunch break and I remember feeling like he wanted me to go and to start it on my own and to take the first step and go ahead and get on social media. Uh-huh. And I was nervous because (laughs) sometime on your social media platform, you know, you have family and things that follow you. And I was like, I don't know if I want to like show them like what I talk about with my clients. I don't Mm. know how they're going to receive me. Mm. And so I just felt like I wasn't ready, but I felt like I heard him say, you're not doing anything different than what you do now. Mm. You encourage these women here. You give them a lot more than just makeup and lashes wow. and facials. Yeah. You're encouraging them there. Yeah. I'm asking you to do it on a broader platform. Yeah. So that's when I began to get on social media and my platform. I focus on empowering women. Mm-hmm. I focus on giving them skincare tips, beauty tips, makeup yeah. tips. And I often, I'll take inspiration from what I have in my quiet time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if I felt lit, led, I will then post it on social media. Yeah. Naya, that is, that is so powerful because I think, unfortunately, in this age of, of trauma, because of not only the pandemic, but there are a lot of women who have suffered with low self-esteem yeah. and no self-esteem. And so to, to, to know that you're looking at helping them to find purpose beyond the way they look, but deeper into who they are. I think that's wonderful. Could you kind of speak a little bit more about maybe some experiences that you've had with women in that area? Absolutely. Yeah. I see that oftentimes when they come, when they talk to me about the deeper things, there's a certain 
brokenness there. Mm -hmm. And I was noticing just a pattern. I've had women just cry. Wow. Just just break out and cry. Yeah. And I feel that it's my responsibility mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they've brought that to you. Yeah. And sometimes they don't feel comfortable to express that to their husbands or their children. Mm. So I feel that it's my responsibility to help to kind of comfort them through that and tell them not all of them go to church. Not all of them mm -hmm. have encounters with the Lord. So mm -hmm. I feel that it's my personal responsibility mm -hmm. to kind of care for them and take them in. Um, what I notice is that a lot of them, they'll want to do things. They'll have dreams and aspirations mm -hmm. to do things, mm -hmm. but they'll kind of get down on themselves and they'll be like, well, I'm old or I'm a mom. I can't do that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's not true. Mm. You're not here just to sit here. Right, I'm like right, that, right. that gift, that time that you have, yeah. you are called to use that. Yeah. Just like I'm called to use mine to help you through this, you're called to use yours to help yeah, the next. Yeah, yeah. But I do see that a lot. I'll see yeah. that they kind of downplay their gifts. Mm. So that's what I know. Wow, that's great. That's great. And the fact that you're able to to focus on purpose, I think that because some people go through life and they just never discover what it is that God has called them, their assignment, what their assignment is. Yeah. Now, Part of what I hear you say is that the focus on uh, esthetician, or I, I'm probably not saying, pronouncing that right. You are. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, it is skin care. So it's uh, primarily devoted to women's skin. The men have some issues too with skin. <laughs> but it's, you're devoted to women's skin care. Is that what you're saying? That, yes. Okay. Um, aesthetics and beauty is not just for women. It's for men as well. But okay. I feel that my call and my focus is specifically toward women. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I translate a bit better to them. Okay. Um, and they feel a little bit more comfortable around me. Okay. So, I feel so, so is women. it more than, is it makeup, but it's mm -hmm. uh, different aspects of make, makeup and different kinds of makeup for different kinds of skin tone and texture and Absolutely. so forth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if someone comes to you, I'm just kind of this scenario mm -hmm. and they'll say, um, I would like for you to help me to become the best that I can be. What would you do? How would you go about mm. saying, <laughs> helping that person? So as far as that goes, I would be talking to them about a consultation, but I can also pick up on if it's something deeper than what they're just saying that they want. Mm -hmm. Um you can hear it in their tone. You okay. can see it because as estheticians, and I'm pretty sure any esthetician watching this would agree, mm -hmm. we can kind of pick up how someone's feeling just based off how they come in. Oh, okay. um, the tone in which they speak, their body language. You can always tell when there's something deeper. Mm. And if someone comes in and they begin to ask those type of questions, mm -hmm. I begin to ask questions too. I'm like, okay. well, what do you do? And as they, I, one time I have an example, mm -hmm. one time I have a client, she's a regular of mm -hmm. mine. And one day she came in and she just said that she lost hope in all humanity. And I oh. was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I said, you lost hope in all humanity. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, is it that you lost hope in humanity or is it that you have outgrown the place that you are? Mm. Could you be serving in a different way because wow. of the particular job that she has in yeah. medical yeah. field yeah. and what that's been in the last mm -hmm. few years? Yeah. So I said, is it possibly just that you've outgrown it and that mm -hmm. you need to be repositioned? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, I think maybe it is. 
And I said, well, let's talk about that. I'm like, well, what do you like to do? What's a hobby that you have? I said, I know you're busy. I know you have kids, but tell me something you like to do. And she began to like name the things that she likes to do. And I'm like, okay. And I gave her some steps. I'm like, sit down, write in a journal, mm. um, write out the steps of the things that you want to do. Wow. Because there's a different way that you can serve people. Wow. Wow. Please don't lose hope. <laughs> yes, right. Right. So in a sense, then you are not, I mean, you're c the consultation, but you're also a counselor. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> Without yeah. the degree for Without. it, but yeah. <laughs> well, there's opportunities where God opens the door for you to, to help people in many ways. Now, if... I were to ask, uh, what has been the greatest uh, success as well as the greatest challenge for you going into this work? What would you say? Mm. I would say so far in the beauty industry, my greatest success, I'm still on my journey, okay. but my greatest mm -hmm. success, I would be, I would say discovering that this is my purpose. Mm. It didn't, no one told me when I was graduating, getting my aesthetics license, nobody told me that, oh, you're going to end up being like a therapist too. No one says that. Mm -hmm. That's something that you find out along the journey. Okay. And I feel like I've been blessed to meet so many just beautiful, dynamic women on the inside. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And through that, I've forged great relationships, connections mm -hmm. in my business. Okay. Um, and I think that, even when I'm not in a good mood, that's what brings me and pushes me forward, knowing that I have somebody that I'm called to. I have somebody wow. to empower. Wow. Um, so I'm excited about that because yeah. I think that he's really been opening doors for me with that. Wow. Um, as far as the challenges, mm -hmm. it would be learning to be still and trust in the Lord mm. despite of what it looks like on the outside. Okay. Because entrepreneurship it's such a journey. Yeah, yeah. And learning to let go of my will mm -hmm. and following him, even in the places where I'm not comfortable. Okay. That's the challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm sure that mm -hmm. uh, as you're starting out in an entrepreneurial world, that, that finding that space to say, Lord, <laughs> there's some difficult days, but I know that I'm not alone. And so that that's good. So in some of the challenges, as you say, uh, learning to trust God, mm -hmm. have there been challenges associated with um, the struggle for investment? Uh, has there been financial? What have been that kind of? Yes, yeah. uh, this <sighs> just happened. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I had a situation um he has me in a season of where I'm about to expand. Um, and now it's time to take the things that he has told me and begin to build upon them. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, these ideas sound wonderful, God, but where's the money going to come from? Because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have that right now. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that he told me, he was like, and it won't be a loan, like mm. an SBA loan. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, because that was my automatic thought to do. I'm like, okay. I could just apply for another one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, okay, if I'm not to do an SBA loan, um, how am I going to get this money? Mm -hmm. So I went about on my own trying to see what credit cards I was going to apply for and this, that, and the third. And I just remember going to bed kind of stressed about it. And when I woke up the next morning, and I just like sat there and just sat still for a moment. 
and talk to him. I just felt like such a peace about it. But mm. I'm like, I, don't, I still don't know where he's going to bring it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a few days later, he introduced me to a very dynamic group of women who, yeah, they're mm-hmm. going to definitely help. Who believe in yeah, you and believe in what you're doing. Yeah, do. I, I think that's that's wonderful. So I'm I'm hearing then that you're willing to step out on faith. Yeah. Knowing that God won't fail, right? God won't never fails. Yeah. Now, if if I were to also ask you, because I mentioned the challenges, how would you advise somebody that perhaps is thinking about doing what you're doing? Absolutely. What would be some, maybe a few things, one or two things, or maybe three things that you would say, these would be the top of the list of advice that I would give to someone. Anybody who's looking to go into the beauty industry, I would tell them first to trust the God on the inside of them. Trust that because our industry can look very intimidating. Okay. It's what they say is saturated. It's Mm -hmm. a very competitive industry. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it could make you to feel that you are too small to enter into the space. Okay. Okay. I would tell them, Don't listen to the hype. Don't listen to those Mm. noises. I would Mm. tell them, focus on your gift, which you can add to the industry because there is still room in the ever-growing beauty industry. It is a $500 billion industry. Um, There's still plenty of room. I would tell them, take their talents, take their gifts. I would tell them to spend some time along with God, write down what you do, write down what you do well Mm, and seek his face about it. I've found that anytime that I have personally had challenges and bumps in my road, Mm -hmm. when I sat before him and sat still enough, Mm -hmm. he actually gives you strategy. Right. It sounds kind of crazy, (laughs) but he will actually give you, I feel you. (laughs) He will actually give you strategy Uh to help you to stand apart because Mm -hmm. really which what is yours, what you're called to, mm-hmm. that was predestined. That was mm-hmm. already done. All right. Yeah. So in all actuality, it's already yours. Mm-hmm. You just need to pull it down. Yeah. Here on earth. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would tell yeah. them to do. Okay. So you 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 own what God has given yeah. to you. You own it. Yeah. And so if now that I know we all have gone through this uh this global pandemic. And it's impacted us in amazing um, ways. It's been traumatic for so many. How did the pandemic pandemic affect the work you do with your business? Absolutely. So when the pandemic happened, um, the salon that I was working at at the time was shut down for honestly only about five weeks. Our governor had um, deemed us as essential. So we ended up going back a lot sooner than most people. However, over that um, five week time span, I, it made me actually begin to that time. Personally, I cherished it because it made me take a step back Mm. and look at my life and look at where I was going. Okay. And I was pushing off starting my own business for so long Mm -hmm. and in the pandemic and spending time with God, I, I just found out, I was like, okay, it is time to start. And I just remember just beginning to write things down, beginning to write my ideas down. And I was like, you know what? What if this job isn't here for much longer? You have to think about that too. 
a salon is what brick and mortar. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you see what the pandemic opened up, mm-hmm. we're moving. We've already gone into e-commerce, but wow. that has opened up so many avenues, wow. especially for us as beauty professionals, yeah. because you can teach. Yeah. There's so many SaaS wow. programs for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can sell things. It really opens the door to us to really express even more ways and parts of our creativity. And I think that stepping back in the pandemic and beginning to sit down and strategize with the Lord began to help me realize that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, God is the chief designer Mm -hmm. and uh, God is the one who beautifies and so the beauty that we see is because God is the creator. So it seems like you're in the right line of work. So that you are an appreciation and you know how God has created you for that purpose. One of the things that we talk about on, on the Power to Be show is the, the three, I guess, the three legs to which we stand, which is be connected. And it looks like the connections that you have with your clients and how you are, are able to strengthen that relationship and strengthen them. And, I, and I'd see that you're being blessed from them as well, right? Yeah. I mean, even as you're pouring into them, they're also pouring into you, which is great. Uh, the other is the aspect of creativity. We believe that, that God has called us to be creative because God is creative. Absolutely. And what I hear you saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I hear you saying is the pandemic uh, the COVID-19, that experience allowed for the creative energies in you to come forth. Is that what I hear you saying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it seems like you're flourishing as a result of that. Uh, and and so the pandemic helped you do that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you were at a salon and you kind of just stepped out and said, okay, when the salon shut down, mm-hmm. it's time for me to, it's time for me to make that move. I did. So what happened was I just went to part time mm-hmm. because I wanted to leave. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. told he he said, no, no, no. part time there. And the rest of the time you need to be doing everything you need to be doing to get your business up and going. OK, so right now I am in that season of just launching my things off mm-hmm. while still being there. Which really, that's another challenge, time. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Time has been something that I've had to learn to balance. Okay. Um, as well as submitting my will, because if you are an entrepreneur, you know that we don't really, we like to have our own. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily like to work for other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. with that challenge came me really having to learn to trust the Lord because I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take <laughs> off. But it's like, no, right. not quite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just working of balancing the two. Really. So the time management is so important for what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, it sounds like you you must have found that that uh, that secret sauce of how to do that, at least because you said that you can see things starting to really take shape now. Yes. Yeah. So. Is there anything that you would rather be doing than what you're doing? Mm. (laughs) I would say no. Yeah. Because I feel like in this season, I feel like I'm sowing the seeds. Over the last two years, I've been really sowing the seeds. And one thing about being, I call it a kingdom entrepreneur. Mm Mm-hmm. 
One thing about being a kingdom entrepreneur is that not only over the time do you learn more about business, but I feel like God develops your character along the way. So there's been a lot of growth in me, not only in business, but in me as a person, my character, my spirit. And it's like I've been sowing a lot of seeds. And I know that as time goes, those seeds are going to flourish. Well, I was I was. I did uh, look at one of your YouTube uh, posts there, and in that YouTube post, you were talking about uh, the passage in Matthew of the talents, and I'm wondering uh, what kind of sparked that that idea that you saw the scripture connection with the talents. Can you talk about that? A Absolutely. Okay. So. That came up in one of my like just research and devotional times. And it also kind of sometimes I get inspired to speak um, basically from clients, like Mm -hmm. what they'll tell me in the conversations we'll have. And it'll inspire me to go forth and do a little bit more research, sit with God about it. Mm -hmm. And I'll post what is said. Mm -hmm. So basically with the talents. Usually, like I told you earlier, I see that uh, women that I serve, sometimes they'll tend to bury their uh, or downplay their gifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And when I began to look up talents and gifts, I was like, oh, hold on. It's not really an option for you to say that you don't want to use it. Mm -hmm. It's what you've been equipped with in this earth realm. Mm -hmm. And... For us to, and I'm guilty of it too. There have been so many times where I've been like, oh, I'm okay at that. You know, I'm not the best, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not about you being the best. Mm -hmm. You have to hone and get better at your own craft Mm -hmm. because if you're not putting your hands to it, Mm -hmm. you can't multiply it. Yeah. If you sit and you stagnate, how can he really move on your behalf? Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of just inspired that story to just share with other people about our talents. Right. And you're right because some people want to bury their talent rather than to build up on it so it can multiply. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, God gives you even more. So, yeah. So I thought, I just thought that was a very uh, good illustration and it really was significant. I think to what you're doing and the journey that you're on. So are anyone else in your family kind of have the entrepreneurial spirit as well? Or is it just oh, you? Yeah, okay. yeah. So many members of my family, um, my brother, my mother, all of my cousins. And really, I forgot to mention earlier, they are some of my inspiration as well. Okay. Because growing up, I've always seen, like I even remember just in the household, me and all of my siblings, like my brother would be out in the garage, like taking clients. He's a barber. <laughs> okay. He would be taking clients um, in my mom's garage. Like <laughs> I've always seen that with my family yeah. members and okay. it's, it's definitely inspirational. That's good. That's yeah. good. Because, you know, it's mm-hmm. good to look around and see other people who have that same kind of drive. And also I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said people want to be able to do things for themselves, not necessarily, to have someone else to, to, to kind of telling them what to do, when to do and how to do it, but that they can say, I'm going to use my gift the way I believe God intended me to use it. So yeah. I think you've got that. You're there, right? You're yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. And then another part, just to add in with that, mm-hmm. when it comes to your gifts, I learned that it's not just about you. Mm. Yeah, it's good for you. You're going to reap the benefits of it as well. Mm -hmm. But 
think about how many people are tied to your mm-hmm, gift, mm-hmm. how many people need your gift so yeah. that they can get up and go run with theirs. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not out there doing what you're called to yeah. do, how, yeah. how will they? Like, what if you were supposed to be an important link? Yeah. yeah. Just like I've been connected to women that he sent me. Yeah. You know, well, I think that in itself, what you just said, that that is a sermon in itself, <laughs> that, that unless we are making the lives of others better and unless we are helping others to become um, fulfilled in what they've been called to do, then we'll never be whole ourselves. So I think that's good. Uh, Maya, do you do you Naya, do you mind if I have a word of prayer with you? I like to ask all my guests if you mind me praying with you. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Let, let, let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this day. Um, and I'm just, I've been uh, such uh, overjoyed with what I've heard, Naya, her story, her journey, and how you have used her to be a blessing to others. And while even though the beauty of of our face and the way we look is so significant. The deeper dive into who we are to meet the needs that you've called her to do in the life of others is so important. So thank you, dear Lord, for using her as a vessel. And now, God, I just want to pray that you would extend her borders. Lord, may she continue to flourish in the work that you've called her to do. And even as she has been given talents, may those talents not only multiply, but continue to multiply as she continues to be obedient as a servant of the kingdom of God. So we thank you, dear Lord, and we ask that you bless her as she goes forward in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That was a good one. <laughs> God bless you. Listen, I, I want, what we do is we like to leave something. We have a, a, a cup that, basically a tumbler that uh-huh. is his power to be. Uh-huh. And it is a reminder that you have been on our show. And I Aww, want to present this thank you. to you. <laughs> I appreciate and, yeah, it. So thank you. Every time you drink <laughs> from that tumbler, you will think of the Power to Be show. I am so happy that you are here. Thank you thank for you. coming in from Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> to be our guest today. God Absolutely. bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you've enjoyed our show today. What a wonderful, inspirational uh, experience we've had today with Naya. So we ask that you would take time to look her up on her webpage and her website and on her YouTube page. Thank you. And join us again next week for the Power to Be show. We would like to thank this episode's sponsor, Living Word Christian Community, located at 2390 South Military Trail, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33415, where Dr. Terrell Bird is the lead pastor. The worship service begins at 1030 a.m. in person, on Facebook, and Instagram Live.